This week in league, Para provide a lesson to stepdad showing that raw dogging something with so much AIDS has immediate dire consequences. Storm bounce back after Bellamy threatens to have Barb from Logan host Mad Monday. It's Wayne versus Ricky in the purveyors of questionable genetics cup. Plus, we look ahead to week three of the 2019 NRL final series. All that more this week in league. Welcome to episode 337 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, man? Getting close to grand final. I can smell a meetup. It, it's very, very fucking close now. I mean, we're talking like a week and a half. And we'll be on our way down there. That's it. So, um, yes, very happy. And uh, start, uh, today, actually, uh, this afternoon, uh, as, as Tuesday afternoon, I sent out an email to the members with the locations and times and whatnot. And uh, so that's good. I'm excited for that one. Uh, almost as excited as uh, meeting the meeting uh, some listeners or, or some members. I'm you know I'm excited to fucking smash some disgustingly unhealthy food and t- yeah. and and mountains of fucking piss yes. as well. And, uh, that's that's what I'm excited for because I've been on straight and narrow for a very fucking long time now. And I'm yes. And uh, looking to fucking blow it out again. And, um, yeah, so should be a good time. And, uh, of course, yeah, but then we've got the meetup on the Sunday, which is going to be fucking sensational again. It's a long day, so you need to stay hydrated. Yes. Lots of drinks. That's it. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and that one will be for everyone's benefit at the Edinburgh Castle Hotel. Just to remind some people. <clears throat> I think it's on Pitt Street or something. And... Um, upstairs and starts at they open at midday on sunday so that's when we begin and uh, they'll keep that shit going until the fucking game's over essentially yeah that's it so just to remind people we had two fucking amazing stories last year yeah um that i'm not sure can be topped this year uh the the first one was our uh mate who shall remain in- incognito who is a member of law enforcement out, out yes. and around the ads area. Yes, yes. Place close to the show's heart. Um, who, like, would he, he DM'd you the day of the members meet up and asked to like? Pretty much, yeah. I think, yeah. I think he he, he I buy he a bu- t-shirt or something. He bought a membership on the Friday night because he couldn't make the general yeah, and meet up like, on Sunday. Yeah, and and he's like, you know, can you can you bring it down and I'll I'll come along on the Saturday night and and so yeah, and so I did. So I took the member pack down for him or, yep. or whatever it was and yeah, and uh and yeah, we met him that night. And uh Jesus Christ, doppelganger for fucking real dad. Yeah. Um, doppelganger from the same from the same area. Now, works in the same area. Doppelganger for not, who fucking knew. Not taking anything away from that if because that was fucking magnificent. But I think my favorite was the father and son combo who got into their car to in, come down in to come down to Sydney on Grand Final weekend? Yeah, they were driving to the to go to the to grand go to final. the Grand Final. Yep, right? and that's what an eleven hour drive. Yep, and they're like, you know, it's a father son footy road trip. So they go, let's. You know, what let's are we going to do? Listen to something on the way down. Listen to something. What, what are some footy podcasts? And they came across us. <laughs> hear about the meetup on the drive down well they, they did like three episodes yeah. or something <laughs> on the way down yeah 
and just came straight to the meetup on the Sunday, <laughs> fresh as fucking daisies, which yeah, which, that was an absolutely fantastic story. So yeah, good effort, lads. And, I was, and when you talk about the two things, I thought you know, like you're talking about things that could be topped. I thought you're talking about like like Solzy fucking falling off tall and cracking his head open, and then having to go to emergency after cracking his head open, and then uh, coming for about an hour or an hour or two to the meetup on the Sunday, yeah, and uh, then having to basically go back to sleep because he was concussed. He was not <laughs> not a well man. At no, all, so. no. Yeah. Tremendous. There's good times. Yeah, well, no. you, Sol- you, two, you two could get concussed. And- Solzy turning himself into a frittata does not, you know, no. <laughs> that's not an epic fucking effort. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to inspire people. That's why I was a bit, I was a bit hesitant. I was like, I don't want to inspire people to concuss themselves in larger and more creative ways. No, I don't no, need do that not. shit on my, <laughs> on, no. on my mind. Like, I'll, I'll watch videos of that shit oh yeah, bel- yeah. A, lot, a lot a lot and a lot and a lot but uh, so if you yeah so if you do i mean you know get get a couple of friends get you know multiple camera angles <laughs> <laughs> we know an emmy mini sound mixer <laughs> we could do the soundtrack for yes. it yes oh, yeah so that's uh so we, we're heading into meetup season which coincides to shorter episode season because there's one quarter of the games each week at this point yes. and shrinking Sadly, mm. um, any news articles that you want to really talk about this week? Oh, you know, I'm not. Hey, shout out, shout out know. to shout out to Kane LG, who at the age of 25 decided he's lost the love of of rugby league and he's decided to pull the pin mm. after after finally <clears throat> tasting first grade success with Manly this year. And throwing those two beautiful fucking Harbour Bridge pass, left to right passes for Ruben Garrick to score two tries in the game against some cunts. I think it was Newcastle. Yeah. First time we played Newcastle. Um, just tremendous. It's great that Desi could get him get him out of that godforsaken fucking meth hole, give him some first grade success, and then fuck him off the black out black. In all seriousness, though, <laughs> fuck off the black that- town where that could kill anyone's love <clears throat> of rugby league. Yeah, in, in all seriousness, <clears throat> that's a fucking great place for his head to be. Where he can look at something and say, "I'm yeah. not enjoying this enough." Yeah, and and, doing it. and and enjoy, I'm not enjoying it enough to put in what it requires to. That's it. You know, whatever. Yeah, that's it. And so I'm now gonna, and it it also takes a lot to get out of that comfort zone. So I'm gonna mm. go and do something well. Yeah, you know, so some something else that yeah. I can do well. So yep. Good on him. All the best. So yeah, uh, wish him the best. Uh, he did a great job for us when we needed him most, and uh, clearly, Manly won the trade. I mean, if you get everybody, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's you're winning. Um, Who'd you give them? Well, nobody. But there was a whole backflip thing. But there was actually it was LG and DCE, remember? And then after they after they signed DCE, we were going to sign LG and LG, and then DCE backflipped. And in the end, we ended up both of them at the end anyway. Yeah, that's and, not a uh, trade. And uh, well, you know, it is. No, it's not. It's still a trade if you were to give someone fuck all. <laughs> No. I'm not saying it's a fair trade. <laughs> no. That, that, you know, I'm I'm shocked at your colonialist viewpoints. Oh, we, we traded him fucking Brenton Lawrence or some kind. Yeah, I don't know, something. I mean, yeah. it wasn't, a, you know, maybe that was a year or two before, but it still counts. <laughs> a player yeah. went from Manly at some stage to the Gold Coast Titans. Who else? Wait, did Nate Miles go from them to you or you to them? No, he didn't come. He went from... Um, yeah, well, he was, was he at he was at the Titans was that, that, for Horace, wasn't he? Was he somewhere else? I, I, you know what? I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't stress enough how fully and completely that fucking oversized dwarf has exited my. Yeah. 
I remember he played for East once. Yeah. <laughs> and I think and he played for Queensland. I mean, I know that because he got fucking smacked by Gallon yeah. couple with the fucking two piece feed. But <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, that little LG's gone. Cool. Yep, and uh, life's no longer good. Or maybe life's good for him now. Now. Mm. Maybe life's better. I don't know. Um, You want to talk about fucking uh, Sam Burgess fucking blowing Greenberg and getting off the $10,000 fine or whatever he was up for? Yeah. (laughs) Well, allegedly blowing, I mean- I know people that pay thousands of dollars for stuff and, you know, maybe maybe that's too high a price for blowing, but maybe Sam's really good at it. Yeah. Because he's English and probably doesn't have teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and does, does sound, if, if Dirty Talk's your thing, getting blown by Sam Burgess would be all time. Well, but I mean, you're getting Just, like, yeah, but I mean. Well, hear me out here. Hear okay. So if you spend enough time, and Todd obviously has to listen to a lot of what Sam says, so sure. he's tried hard to get it and understand it. I doubt Sam would sound any different with a cock in his mouth. That's what I'm thinking. Like maybe it's a As- miscommunication. He said, "Like Sam, can you can you enunciate more clearly?" It sounds like you've got a dick in your mouth. Yeah. And and Sam's heard that. Yeah. Through you know all the concussions and you know whatever, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and the CTE onset said it's CTE, and he's thought it's like you know Sam, you know, do you want you know. Do you like the sound of getting my dick in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Honestly, it is it, the the only thing. Like, I'm quite happy for that whole thing to fucking end. Is it's stupid, stupid on his behalf to try and be this guy, like make himself into a test case, or like you know, you see, I stand up to the man and all that sort of shit. Exactly. When he was clearly in the wrong in terms of. Uh, you know what? He's in the wrong. He's it, got priors. Yeah, it was I'm, the wrong person and the wrong time. And fighting that battle on behalf of like you know Maria Hargraves, who's in exactly the fucking same boat. Yeah, is not is not the battle you want to yeah, you, you, you want to fight. So he was in the wrong. I'm happy for the whole thing to to go away. Although I bet there are tons of people through history that wish they had the opportunity to sit down and have coffee with Todd Greenberg rather than pay him ten thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I know Tuvi said something about that. Like after he got fined for the famous, there needs to be an investigation speech. He got the ten grand. He appealed it on account of you know first offence and all that sort of thing. He'd never yeah. done anything else. Wasn't given the luxury of a coffee with old Baldy. Yeah. And uh, and this is the thing that bugs me about Greenberg. <clears throat> it's not necessarily what he does. Yep. I'm all for there being open lines of yep. communication between players mm-hmm. and the administrators of the game. Yep. You know, I'd like there to be some rigors around perhaps the recording and documentation of those yeah. conversations. Yep. I wouldn't, you know, find that too tough to deal with. But the fact that it is so fucking blatantly, this is the rule for some mm-hmm. and this is for others. And it's the fucking ring to Smith's wife. It's the it, it's this with Burgess. It's testimonials, car- but only for a couple. Only for, for testimonials English, for yeah. these guys, where other people may have satisfied the numerical requirements in terms of getting the game. Yep. But the you know, you know but it only he, goes to these guys. This, this guy was drink driving, and I, but I'm going to write him a character reference. This yeah. guy was drink driving, and fuck him. There wasn't even a, a mention or a thought or an expectation of it. Yeah. It, that's my issue with fucking Greenberg. If yep. you want to administer the game, administer the game. Don't use this as an excuse to hang with the fucking popular kids. Yeah. You know? Yep. You bald-headed, no <laughs> self-confidence having fucking social cuck. 
was going to say that everyone's listening to you starting to ramp up and like, and going, call him a cut, call him a cut. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's hit the recaps. Oh, oh, just quickly so, though. Oh yes, we get into that. Yeah, you want to call someone you. else a cuck? Go. Well, I had a, <laughs> I had a, tr- a trip out to Toowoomba. Oh yeah. So so what you're, so what you're saying is speaking of cucks, <laughs> speaking of cucks, <laughs> um, and and I had some some business to do out there with some some agribusiness clients who are wonderful people and they mm-hmm. fucking feed you fantastic steaks and and it's always great to go out west. Um, fucking love country Queensland and. Also got a chance to catch up and hear about the exploits of uh, some rising rugby league stars. Yeah, did he show you that kid that's in the that was in the development squad with Jax? That's like going to be play for the Broncos and he's fucking gun halfback. Yeah, he, I forget his name. He said you you he said remember this name and he, and I forgot the name. <laughs> he he spiritually Dennis Ferguson that kid. Oh yeah, um, yeah. He does. Probably, he does. He does. I, I was more saying I. It was nice to hear stories about Jackson, how yeah. he's going. But, um, you know. <laughs> and also the little trip down, you know, the little, the, the the quick brief overview you get of the political scene re-coaching and fathers of kids and yes. who are coaching and all that sort of stuff. It's all, it. it's all it's all happening out there. Which was fantastic. Um, he's doing well. He said, fuck you all. He doesn't miss you at all. Um, that's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> we had a Max coffee. Yeah, that that seems to be the tradition now, isn't but, it? <laughs> it's quite the tradition. It's actually very close to where he works, and it's convenient. Yeah. So, and I mean, they don't have any like even something that's like slightly not as like like a I don't know like Gloria Jeans or oh, yeah, some have, shit like that. They have um, some very good Zarafas. Okay. I had a, a very nice Zarafas on my way out of Toowoomba. There you go. Um, and the the interesting thing I'm, I want to try, they've got this thing out there called Super Rooster. Super Rooster. That, I, ring, I that rings a bell. Saw, I think there's more of those. Well, I, I saw, I reckon, three of them while I yep. was out there. Yep. And I didn't, I'm, again, I'm trying to eat healthy. Yeah. But I just, something in me wants it to be like an awesome fucking, like just hidden gem of fried chicken. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, but the, the way I got onto him, I rang his office when I was there, and a lovely girl picked up the phone, mm-hmm. and so I said in my car speaker as I was going, I said, "Hello, is need need to speak to Mister Blackley, <laughs> please, Mister Blackley, now." <laughs> and so I'm sort of like you know a mix of Austrian and Middle Eastern, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. And she's like, "Oh, okay, oh, yeah, I'll see if he's here." You know that thing they do, like yeah. where they try to say they don't know if they're there, but they'll check. Yeah, yeah he fucking, yeah. he's there. Yeah. On. They know he's there, but they need yeah. to check whether he wants to talk to this fucking. Like, let's not know. do this dance. Yeah, just yeah. get me blackly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "Oh, can I? Can I say who's calling?" And I said, "Yes, my name is Farah. Is a cock." And so he's picked up the phone and he said, "Oh, hello. How can I help you?" And I said, "Yes, blackly. Farah is a cock." <laughs> and this is, this is and it, like I can just hear it really thing in his head, and he's trying to say. I, I can't hear who hello who is it I can't hear you who is it and I'm like it's Friday he's like and then eventually I'm like 
do you know Farah is a cock? <laughs> At which stage he's being <laughs> <cotton> on. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> that's how I occupy myself on the long draft. You've got like two and a half hours to think of, think of that good shit yeah, on, you, while, you're, while, you're, while you're traveling down the, 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 the perilous fucking Darren Lockyer way. Yeah, man, I fucking, I'll tell you what, Darren Lockyer way mm-hmm. now lives up to its name. And it's nothing but fucking great big straight lines. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, when I went down there for, for Real Dads on the, on the way to his, uh, his 40th birthday party, and uh, it was it was Darren Lockyer way, but at some stage, Jared Beale had flown in and uh, hit, a, hit, hit a car with a mother and two daughters, and the entire fucking thing was closed off while they helicoptered the corpses off there. And... Uh, it was it was it was funny because we were going up there to stay there. Uh, just found a place nearby near his place to stay, and a hotel. And um, and we we like okay, the party's got to sort of kick off about four. Um, and you know he's like just come up any you know come up as early as you want. And so we thought we'll go up there. You know just about one. We'll get up there about two. So we get our stuff in the hotel. Then we'll head down to Glen's place. And uh, with the the fatal collision <laughs> on that shut the entire road down. We sort of sat there for about an hour. It was almost getting up to to three thirty before we could sort of find and figure out an alternate way to get sort of get up Jesus. there because it wasn't opening. Yeah. But the the thing about it is, we were the people that thought to come up super early. Everyone else who was lobbing up four four, and everyone going to that party except for maybe five percent of people. Yeah. 95% of the people were going from Brisbane to Toowoomba, so they were trying to get through the same thing. And so it, uh, it threw a few spanners in there. But uh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, so yeah, Gosh. the old the old Jared Beale way it became. Um, we were distracted then by Farrah being a cuck, but hey, look, just let me get it on the record. There's always time to tell stories about Farrah being a cuck. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, any adventures of, of uh, Mr. 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 Isakak are, are very welcome, and uh, and uh, assalamu alaikum to you, sir. Um- <laughs> <laughs> Recaps, the uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs 34 defeat the Mighty Manly Seagulls 26 at ANZ Stadium. Good crowd, just over 32,000 in attendance. And, uh, well, like 32,000 and 80,000 still looks pretty fucking patchy. Uh, the Rabbits tries to Johnson Walker, a double to Murray and uh, John Sutton. Reynolds, four or five conversions and three or four penalty goals. Uh, the Seagulls, 26 tries to Brad Parker, Corey Waddell, DCE, Suley and Jack Kachewski. Garrick, three of five conversions. One thing I like that came out of this game is now that people start calling Brad Parker Hank Scorpio, which is uh, <laughs> which is which is not a bad one. And honestly, I can't believe it's taken so long. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's had yeah, you know, he played last season, you know, on on and off. But I mean, he's had most of a season in, in first grade. But that's uh, that's one of the one of the better new ones I think that is that I've seen come out. Um, this game, let's just like let's 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 get the fucking. Firstly, just don't want to go on the record and say that with all the injuries that we had, I've treated this final series as like a each week is a blessing, and I choose to take it in the whole rather than curse the darkness, you know, the thing that, yeah. you, that you profess. I, 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 I proceed to think of it that way. I think, yeah, what a great a, – a year of blooding fucking players that weren't supposed to play there. Yep. And half of them or more had career best seasons. Yes. And, and so it was just a, a wonderful achievement to get as far as they did. Um in terms of the game itself, Suley played possibly the best game of his career. 
very rarely do you see someone th- so so thoroughly own that. I mean, I remember Latrell versus uh, Will Chambers in State of Origin last yes. year. Uh, very, it's very rare you see someone own. That, that their- was more a mental battle, though. This was just a complete yeah. physical, and to the point where Wayne stashed gay guy on the other side. Yeah, of the field. Yeah, I mean, that, that's when you know you've won a brutal KO victory in in your in your personal matchup. And I mean, and when you got guys like Brad Parker doing the same thing to Adam Reynolds on the yeah. other side. I mean, it's it's not great. Yeah. Um, I think it, it's... Sully so, so did have a fucking great game. He's, it, he's proving himself to be like a poor man's Tyler. Well, well it's, not, it's not even... It's not even that... It's like, oh, he's finally realized, like like Tony Williams never did. Like, it's not like he's finally realized that he's a fucking giant unit and he can and he can manhandle cunts. I mean, if he gets, gets a bit of fen going everything, he's too big and too strong. Yeah. But the fucking skill when he got when he got dropped, That's popped it. back up yeah. to his feet, palm, 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 got on the outside of two guys and then puts a nice, you know, pass in on the yeah. inside. That shit was fucking amazing. Yeah. And I never thought I'd see that out of him. Uh, you know, at well, Manly. again, it's a, a great thing for him to pick up if he can have a little bit more control mm-hmm. over the angles that yeah. people are coming at him at. Yep. Then he's just going to be an absolute fucking world beater. Yep. Yep. The, the thing is, though, it's that why is it taking him this long to realise it, and can he do that? Does well, he have the ticker in him to do it? Well, you remember. Well, you remember that at the Tigers, he was really good. Yeah, and then he signed that big deal, and he was gone before the season began. Yes. Like you know, he he he'd annoyed them so badly, which I think is a that's a personality thing. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Thing. Yeah, and then he and then he goes to goes to the doggies, and uh, for whatever reason, mm. you know, he I, I think because he had an extremely rookie fucking head coach at that stage because that was the start yeah. of last season. Yeah, and then he's like. You know he's okay. You know drifts in and out last year, and then Des gets his hands hands on him, drops him for discipline in about round four or something like that, and he yep. was looking f- fucking gone. Yep. But to his credit, he did actually dig in and he showed and yeah. he showed the perseverance. Des obviously, you know, put the work in as well. I, I think a lot of the times, and this is what strikes me about Des, people, it it's not that people fear being, you know, and in footy terms, being dropped yep. or or being reprimanded or having discipline, whatever it is, it seems to me that a lot of times they're actually probably not shown a path back. Yeah. And that's the failing. But yep. to me, Des, and from everything I've read about how he coaches, yep. he is very much a, I'm going to drop you, and it is for this reason and this reason and this reason, Yep. and this is your path back. And mm-hmm. these are the very clear things that I need to see. Yep. And as long as I see them- Yep. You come back, yeah. And I mean, with the the in, there was an injury to Parker, I think not long after that. So I think he actually did get elevated back in just through necessity a week or two earlier than he was supposed to. But you know, he took advantage. He, he took took yep. the opportunity, and he's been great. He's been getting better and better week on week. And uh, hopefully, the off season doesn't slow him down, down too much, and, and we don't have to rebuild again yeah, up till about round four or something. But st- stay out away from the KFC. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, on that on that outing, he can, he can fucking eat all the KFC he fucking wants to. Um, Kachevsky's another one. He's like he's he's shown so much talent and he's shown that he can he can be the Sean Lane or whatever you know that 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 Manly had before he went to Parramatta and like the guy the guy that can just run you know run nice lines off Cherry yep. Evans short passes That's close it. to the line but also he's you know he scored a lot of tries off kicks and stuff I mean yep. he's done a lot but he's got a fucking retard gene in him one of those same sort of, you know, not to the extent of like a Burgess or a Weir Hargrove, but yeah. he's got that he's got that retard gene in where he just, you know, just tries to put a bit of shithousery in but every now and then. It's that it's also that frittata timing. Yeah. And and yeah. it's not, you know, you can sort of, I can deal with a bit of that in the very early stages of the game. Yeah. You know, you might want to let someone know you're there. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, people used to do it to Soward all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, you give away a couple of penalties early, you sacrifice just to that fuck him out of the game or whatever. Just yeah. to, to that. Yeah. You know, I can almost deal with that. But it's that thing where it's fucking cunt, hang on, we've been on our line here for three sets. And obviously his example in this game was when he, he was just given a bit of the fucking business to, oh, there was a Dewey or someone yeah. in the Ingo and they, they'd forced, he'd forced, forced him to, to earn a goal line dropout and he just given, it was much, it was similar to like Cameron Smith doing to, to Marnie except without the, with the, without the, you know, the, the slap. slapping. Yeah. It was just like, it was just a bit of that fucking, you know, yeah. shithousery. Yeah. But, um, and the, and the game itself, I mean, I, I don't even think it's arguable that there was no facet of this game that Souths were better than Manly at any stage of the game, with the exception of the fact they had more men on the field for twenty minutes in the second half, and yeah. uh, and and people can say what they you can you can debate the legitimacy of um, yeah, particularly the the. the uh, the Jake Turbo uh, Simbin, you can argue that till the cows come home. No, you but can't. It's, but it's you know, grab the jersey. Well, no, there, there are people saying it's bullshit. People are saying it's not, you know. So, and the, the thing is, it's not a professional foul to grab guys' jersey. It's when it's in a try-scoring scenario. They're up just past halfway. I mean, so that's where the debate comes in. And like, I don't care either way which side people sit on. But what you can't, what what is in, inarguable is that the referees were the ones that directly affected the. That that's what the decision decider of the match was. How legitimate it was. Or whatever that's but I mean that, that the fact that they did it is the only thing that decided the match and I'm all for people what, what sending about, people I'm all for people sending what about people. fucking up the kickoff that was like 48 they were the, 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 the fucking oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's fucked as well yeah. I mean they certainly they, I mean and Don't you know fall into that you're better than that and making mistakes and making mistakes under fatigue and everything of course yeah. that's a thing yeah. but I mean you know that happens when you're defending fucking with 12 guys for 20 minutes of yeah. a second half um in a in a fi- you know in finals intensity thing and like I don't mind I don't mind the people adjudicating for the the simbins and stuff like that and they did the and they kept the slap vibe going with the the storm game that we'll get into next but I'm almost certain we won't see a single simbinning this weekend I'm almost almost certain of it and uh. and the thing that shits me more than anything in this fucking game is the misapplic not the misapplication but the lack of a even application of the same standards across both teams in the same game. And then, you know, when it's a finals game and the season for a side ends based on what happens in that game, you can't fucking come out on Monday and go, oh, yeah, we should have sent fucking Sam Burgess off for, for coat hangering Brad Parker off the ball. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should, and Sam Burgess t- took out Cherry Evans off the ball. Yeah, we should have sent him off for that. You can't say that when you're, when you're nitpicking over the most technical fucking thing yeah. to, to <clears throat> send a player off who hasn't done anything fucking grubby. Hmm. And, you know, and I mean, even the Brad Parker one, that was just fucking unlucky. I mean, that was definitely not an intentional trip. The ball was kicked across the line towards mm-hmm. him and he stuck his foot out to stop it getting past him. And then James Roberts mm-hmm. just happened to be on right, that right. line and fucking yeah. run over yeah. it. I mean, so that that sort of shit is you know, I, look, fucking infuriating. Yeah, I, I guess you can, but it, it's that same thing. He, he might not have meant to do it, but he did it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I've got no problem with it, but I'm just saying it's just, it's just well, a fucking super unfortunate thing that, you know, that he sticks his foot out to try and yeah. stop a grubber getting through the line. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just unfortunate. Yeah. And um, it's just, it just literally just fucking bad luck. I mean, injuries are bad luck. Fucking that shit's just bad yeah. fucking luck. So, and the rabbits- both sides of the ruck, their defense is fucking fucked. Yes. They are absolutely fucking lame ducks. Yeah, they- There's Sam Burgess. I mean, he was so fucking ineffectual. Damien Cook even didn't do jack fucking shit all game. It was amazing the way that they fucking shut them down. And I mean, like, it know, tries to being be a, scored. Yeah, it's, it's a tries, confidence issue. Oh, yeah, tries being scored against 12 men on broken play with balls. Passes that fucking, you know, could have been knocked. Yeah, it's, just, it's fucking crazy. It is 100% a confidence issue in that team. Yep. 
Um, and I don't think they're going to. I don't think it's going to come back in fucking seven days, though. <laughs> yeah, and, it, oh, and oh. it's the sort of thing. And because Souths have had some very good defensive performances this year, yeah, it's there, and it's the sort of thing that can come back. You know, if if they have twenty minutes of great defensive football, or they that, start that fast and rack can, up a rack up, you know, a, a couple of tries yeah, in the bag early, something. Yeah, that switch can turn back on. But you're 100 percent right. At yeah. this stage, it's not turning on at this stage of the they, season. Teams, yeah, they look beaten. Teams, teams should teams at this stage of the season need to be getting better week on week, not worse. You look at the the yeah. Roosters, the way they came into the final series and then their first week of the finals, yeah. fucking great. The Storm, better, like you know, yeah. look at Melbourne. They, they they were you know tough battle, you know, and then they, you know, they tough were also loss. Well below and they, their best, and they didn't look great in it, yeah. particularly in attack, and. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, there's no shame in losing to a fucking arsy try off broken field drop ball stuff, yeah. you know, in the last minute That's sort it. of thing. But, but at the same time, they were well below their best, and then they came out and fucking, you know. Yeah. So and and South, their trajectory has been getting. I mean, they got fucking flogged, <laughs> flogged by the Roosters. I mean, they got fucking uh, absolutely smashed in this game as well to the extent that they should have fucking lost the game. And I just don't. I mean, this would be an ultimate test of Wayne Bennett's. Coaching ability yeah. to bring to get them up <laughs> to bring them back because yeah. uh, I think I think that you know while they I mean obviously they'd be super happy with the win I don't think they'd be happy whatsoever with anything that the way that, that game happened and um, Wayne Wayne wouldn't be as well and um yeah and so really that's that's all I thought I choose to look on the bright side and the say what greatest the greatest fucking thing of this though so was that pencil necked cockhead yeah. fucking up the drop head it's the same situation as the fucking Suli got you know the Suli no, call in the fucking end of the storm game the first storm game no. it's exactly the same thing at the end of the day the mistake in that whole scenario was brad was oh sorry was brendan elliott fucking slipping over after he kicks the ball get into the field of play cunt and then you've got one set left where you've got to go from the one meter line all the way down the other end to score versus if you fucking put throw you know the other the best case scenario is you get the ball on the ten meter line and have to go, have to go ninety meters, but also that ball is in a is in a lottery situation where you don't even have possession. You've got to fucking somehow yeah. pull it out of your ass. I mean, it's just it, it's just I, fucking. I mean, it was it was a fucking shit way to end it and everything. But was. I mean, like they weren't they weren't going ninety just meters to see, anyway. Just to see that fucker fuck up so badly, and you hear him afterwards. I, I, I was just looking looking at all the guys and, and I, I looked out to my left and I, I just saw a, a bunch of guys out there and I was so proud that they hadn't actually read any books and they'd never read anything good, no Dickens. They hadn't read any Shakespeare, hadn't even read any Dr. Zeus. I think the maximum that they'd ever read was a Clifford book. Dr. And, Zeus. And, and, and I was just so proud. And then and then I looked out to the other side and I saw a bunch of guys that they'd never travelled and they just hadn't gone anywhere. There'd been no no history, no ancient civilizations, no appreciation for any other countries' indigenous cultures. Um, best they'd ever gone to is Bali. And we all know that actually increases ignorance anyway. And then I was just- Well, so, he's right there. I, I was just so proud. And then I just heard this big siren go off. And now I just thought that that was just an ignorant siren that people were just getting less ignorant around me just, just automatically because I actually haven't read or traveled anywhere. So I just think that fucking sirens go off randomly when, when things happen. I don't know that. But, you know, that's what you get playing rugby league. And I just want to thank all the fans that came out and supported us either way. Also, with Jared Sutton, how fucking slow is his reaction time? Because that ball had nearly hit the ground when he blew his whistle. Correct. So- Blow the whistle if he's if he's exceeded the timer. Blow the whistle. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. leave. Wait till the ball fucking hits the ground. I mean, yeah. three four seconds of a lapse. Then I mean, I didn't even see the timer. But um, you know, at the end of that stage, I was I, so I was so fucking jacked off. I don't off. know, because really, I've 
gone back and I've had a couple of looks like when they're on highlights. Yeah. And I swear there's been times I can hear the sign. I don't know if that's a trick of well, your imagination the, or something. Like or. the you, know, you get the highlights on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know whether that's like just a trick of the sound not mixing up with the video or whatever it is, but I swear there's been times that the siren's gone off this year before the ball's been. Of kicked. course, has. But this was this is the game where the rules are, are applied absolutely rigorously. Yeah. To one side, <laughs> and and and, the, and that's how you end up with nine three penalty counts and cunts getting Simbin when other the other side should be as well. But you know, Jared Sutton, nobody. I'm not. I'm not fucking uh, giving anybody state secrets. When I say what a fucking shithouse referee and and nepotism is the only reason that cunt has a job. Yes. And uh, at the same time, and I'm not telling anyone anything new when I say when for Graham Annesley to sit down sit down on Monday and uh, and try and cover up that kind of uh, fuckery when when that soft cunt couldn't even complete his fucking term in Parliament and you know having his other dubious shit of Telstra hooking up mobile broadband fucking receivers to his home free of charge. I can stop so, it, really. Yeah. So. So all of, all of you cunts can suck my fucking balls. But man, am I proud of the boys. What a great fucking season. Supposed to come last, starting from 15th. Fucking, and despite that, still not playing with a full list for like half the fucking season on aggregate, you know, when you're looking week in, week out. And they've just absolutely achieved so much to the point they're probably going to be premiership favourites next season. And won't that fucking suck balls because we know how that works out for people. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I got an email today about the... Uh, the uh, center of excellence and all that sort of stuff. That's going to be fucking spectacular when uh, when it's all put in. They're going to start building it over the off season. It's going to chop the family hill, like the you know the hill end um, off. But uh, they're going to have to relocate that because apparently it's popular, you know, like a non-drinking area for the families and stuff to go. But it's going to be nice new grandstand, three thousand seats in there. Then the the center of excellence stuff and all the training and rehab and you know facilities and everything in there. Yep. And uh, it's about time. That the pens put their hand in their pocket to the tune of the government. I think the two governments combined are throwing in like thirty three million, and the, the total budget for the re, for the center of excellence thing is thirty three point six million. So, uh, cheers to the government for giving us uh, thirty three thirty three or thirty three and a half million or whatever. And uh, cheers to the pens for throwing in six hundred G's as well, just to get their name on the. <laughs> Uh, Twitter. Yeah, look, amongst other things, they they know how to business. Well, they do. I mean, because I mean, they made they uh, they made I believe the bulk of their money. Penel made the bulk of their money through Weight Watchers, and so, so we know that, that <laughs> we know that that's a you know a, a good a good money maker. It's amazing people can you know throw something out that doesn't work and still make so much money off it. Uh, LV said, uh, "Gay guy's going to have Suli's handprint permanently embedded in his face for life after this game." Yes. Adam Brockman. Manly deserved more than this. Fucking heart and determination beyond anything expected. Looking forward to my Raiders beating a useless South next week. Enjoy, sir. Um, Adam on uh, Facebook said, Cam Murray is South's best center. Mm. Factual. Clevo. His fucking NFL try where he fucking jumped over the... That, that, I love that. Honestly, I mean, I, I mean, maybe he did that because he saw Elliot was sort of... lost his lost fucking once again, lost his feet and was going underneath. But even so, I don't understand why people don't do it more often. Mm. I think it would be highly effective in, 
in the I mean, admittedly, you don't have the NFL thing where, you know, there's an invisible pain reaching up from the try line and you've just got to break that with the yeah. ball without you know, you've got to ground it. But d- even despite that, I think that if you were prepared to take the risk of turning yourself into a frittata, yes. you could do the cartwheel over and or the big yeah. full body flip over and plant the ball down while everyone else is looking at each other going, What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, and like, it's not something that a uh, forward would do per se, because I just don't think they're they have the well, athletic sort of thing, not a prop. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, Cam Murray's a lock. Yeah, I could see so I could see someone like yeah, even even like yeah, you know, centers and things like that doing. It. I mean, wingers are essentially they doing it anyway at the moment. Now, yeah. yeah, I mean, so but doing it through or over a, a defensive line rather than like you know just Tell sailing. Yeah, you know, how fucking great would rugby league be if we fucked off the wrestling coaches? And got gymnastics coaches. <laughs> like, and they're all doing fucking triple twists with half gainers over the fucking try line. Oh, and then, then, then Fox will start going, you know, we spend a lot of money on the game and we propose a rule change, change where tries tries get an extra point for each fucking pike <laughs> <laughs> half twist. In. <laughs> we uh, try tries now. The, the, they go up to the video referee and, he's, and he sends it up as a try. And, it's a, and if he sends it up as a try, then it's definitely a try. But then what we want the bunker to adjudicate on is, uh, you yeah, know, style points. Uh, and, and then all the bunker members provide a score out of 10, of which we, and we, and then the, we, we divide that by whatever, and then the try can be worth anywhere from four through to nine points. Yep. 100%. Done. That shit house. Clevo, South, you're welcome for Cronulla softening up Manly last week. Do Southeast and Sydney proud next week. Hashtag I'll march with you. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a cooked cunt. Shunter. Fuck me, Manly had that with this team of fucking misfits and they bottled it. They just beat themselves. Oh, well, does anyone know if you can get the clap twice? Because I think South's going to get it. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew on Facebook. I love this. Deweyus Boyd. (laughs) Showing he's learned from the Bennett School of Tackling. And uh, Sharky Dave is... Obviously, Suli is a homophobe because he's murdering a gay guy tonight. <laughs> and the Clevo's thing reminded me of that anyone who marched for those cunts, oh, fucking, I, I hope you see your family members die in the most brutal circumstances firsthand. <laughs> That's it. Kick these cunts out of the competition. And, uh, and, and while we're talking about kicking cunts, kick, the, kick people in the cunts if they march for those cunts. I'm out. 2019. Know. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm a sad. I'm a Denton fan. Yeah, I like. Oh, but what's he done lately? Nothing. Oh, I, I, I liked his. What was his, his interview? Enough rope. I liked his interview show. It was great. I met yeah, Lyder Sweet back fine. in the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the, the, the that was a that was a, a Hutchins. Uh, that was a parody one. I think it was called Too Much Fucking Rope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's like, he's like you know, live and sweaty back in the day with you know, with Andrew Denton and yeah. Debbie Splane and Lexa Swine Marinos. Yeah, that shit was great. Um, OG days of Andrew Denton, Tony Martin, and Mick Malloy. Yeah, it was a golden age of Aussie comedy. It was golden age. Golden. Now it's all fucked. Yep. Are there much. any funny Australians? There's not. <sighs> you fucking got me on the spot here. I know listeners will want me to say Timmy McIntyre. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, look, that's, that's, like, you know, that's what, like saying I, I'm a decent yeah. rugby league player. I'm, I'm yeah. not a fucking... Look, look at, at, at the end of the day, people are listening to this right now, and if you're saying to your fucking stereo or to your iPhone or whatever, if you're saying Carl Barron, you're part of the fucking problem. Yes, you are. <laughs> the Storm, 32, defeat the Eels, zero. That's not a mistake. This was a finals game. <laughs> Parramatta did win handsomely last week, and didn't they get 
fucking anal. Uh, down at the Korean housewife, uh, 21,000 pl- and, and a few uh, drunk cunts in attendance. The Storms 32, a double to Addo Carr. Vooney, Munster, Hughes, Pappenhausen, and big old nasty Nelson Asofa Solomona with tries. Smith, one of six conversions. Yeah. <laughs> They're the, fucking giving out commemorative ne- barb masks behind the goal or something. <laughs> 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 and uh, and uh, Pappenhaus and he got that, one. Like there's just a million like just, it's like pictures says a thousand words. These ones just say about ten. I I, I I severely disapprove of what you're doing right now, Cameron. Cameron, <laughs> is Yvonne gonna be there? <laughs> you're not going, Cameron. <laughs> and uh, and Munster misses the penalty goal. Uh, could have been. I mean, look, is that another twelve points on offer? Uh, yeah, oh, 10, 10. Oh, sorry, no, you yeah, have the penalty goal, 12. Yeah, so, you know, ugly. Oh, fuck. Oh, the man. Eels scored. Oh, that's right. They got zero. Mm. Uh, look, this was just one of those games, and there are so many of these that you could trace back over the last decade of the Storm hitting their straps in a final scenario. I mean, the defense was great. And it was the you know the pre-defense was great. It wasn't that it, it wasn't that they defended Sivo especially well. It's that it never got he never got the fucking chance to wind up mm. the way they defended him. I mean, I saw the statistics. You, you got the stats up at the moment. Look at the, I, I, I'm sure I saw a screenshot on Twitter of, of of Gutho's fucking stats, and it was just fucking dive. It was like nothing it was like three meters <laughs> like it's like diabolical absolutely like you know this whole myth of the season of his king gutho thing great yeah it's a hilarious meme but no he he's a, a king of shit a spiritual king i guess what know? because because he inspires boundless respect in his followers for the way that he can snap acls yes i think okay so uh gutho four tackles Mm-hmm. Two runs mm-hmm. for thirty-eight meters. Tremendous, yeah, tremendous, outstanding. He's yeah. he, he truly is a king among men. Yeah. Um, and this- I don't know what else. It's really hard to fucking to, to to talk about this game because it was just one of those boa constrictor-like storm performances that fucking gave the eels nothing. Yeah, I don't think that they played like. It wasn't like they were just dropping the ball every time they had it or anything no, like that. They were just comp- they, they were just made to be completely ineffectual with everything there, they did. There were a first couple of raids. Parramatta came out and they were okay. Yep, fuck. They they came off a big win against inferior opposition last mm-hmm. week. And, yep. And yeah, they, 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 and- they, they, that's the thing. They started off like they believed it meant something. Yeah, they and- be- they believed they won a competitive. They'd won a game of football against a team that was worthy. Actually, I I do want to give it a bit of a shout out I was at a family barbecue on um, before the game on Saturday and my uncle was there mm-hmm. and he's a fucking diehard Bronco okay and he came out and he said I reckon Melbourne put 30 on para tonight because I reckon <laughs> Brisbane are about <laughs> a 90, 90 point, a 90 point worse the storm <laughs> um, yeah so fucking oracle that he is it was just one of those ones where Melbourne, you know, and it's a, a phrase you hear a lot these days. It's effort areas, mm-hmm. and it's, I don't think it was necessarily the effort areas. I think it was the rugby league basics yeah. that the Storm just went back to executing flawlessly. Yeah. Every time there were raids, you didn't get that thing where there were, okay, so this is a third tackle spread, so we're just going to spread it and spread it and spread it 
and then look to go back to the middle. Every yep. time there was a spread, the intensity was up, the passes were crisp, the depth was spot on. Yep. It, you know, every raid was looking for a yep. result or to advance the position significantly. Yep. They weren't just going through the motions, which they can they can fall into the trap of. Um, and no, I mean that that may very well that that may be one of the adjustments from last week. Well, you know, Addo Carr made up for his performance last week in that yeah. first run he did. Yeah. Like that that just you know, when when he's in that sort of form, that's blistering. And then Parramatta go and do things like have two shoulder charge penalties yeah. right after each other, which just invites the storm back. Yeah. And I mean they're trying to, you know, they're 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 down and they're trying to do the you yep. know, do the, the big thing to try and you yeah, know, turn yeah, shit are. around. But with the with Vooney's first try like, you know, he obviously gets a lot of credit just because he's a, a big guy. But fuck me, Nelson is an impressive front rower mm-hmm. just because of his lack of laziness. Yeah. When you get guys of that size. You- like, you know, I mean, I, I haven't seen, you know, any any career retrospective or histories of fucking Nelson's off of Sorry, But I imagine in the under-11s, he's that fucking cunt that no one wanted to play against because mm. he was twice as big as every other kid and he just fucking pancaked anyone who came near him. Oh, he was a union guy. Yeah. And and in union, there's there's probably, you know, obviously different workloads for forwards. Uh, yeah. And there's also more guys on the field. So, yeah. you know, you could forgive him for being a lazy defender mm-hmm. because you- you don't tend to get shown up as much in the middle. But but the fact that he's fighting for his knees yep. every fucking tackle. Yep. You know, it and it's all good and well to say the storm control the ruck, which they do, but he's controlling it in yeah. attack as well. Yeah. He's always looking for offloads. Mm-hmm. And the the work he's doing in the middle is allowing the other forwards to play a more versatile style of game. Like yeah. the Bromwiches have had fucking yeah. killer seasons yeah. because they're not having to fucking punch up everywhere. <laughs> yeah. He's doing all of their work for them. Yeah, well, they're, 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 they're waiting for, they're waiting for the balls with, you know, the, running lines and shit, you know. The, the fucking, the play that Melbourne runs where Wanda Sykes gets yep. the last pass before Vunavalu, yep. like that's a fucking glorious play yep. that they run that gives their centre the, an option one in yep. to come back in if the opportunity's there. Yep. And if not, and to have a forward that can just slot into a centre role for a specific play. Yeah. You know, it's um it, it's pretty special. But like like you said, Melbourne are just coming up at the the right time. One thing I will give to Parramatta though, is that young Brown. Yeah. Had a fucking stellar season. Once he came back, yeah, still a half a season. I mean, he was, yeah, he, was yeah. he was, you remember he had that, uh, you know, indeterminate yeah. back thing for a while there, but, yeah, yeah. but he's, de- he's definitely come back and gotten better week on week. You know, I guess this is not really a great, <laughs> great fucking uh, advertisement, I, I but yeah, particularly partic- last week, particularly. Him very it was. Good. Yeah. Um, summed up by the fact that they were down by close to 30 points. Yep. Their season's gone. Mm-hmm. There's a minute something left on the clock. And he fucking chased down with a try-saving boot laces tackle, like yep. they were four points ahead. Yeah, in that. Yeah, that's the sort of shit that you want to see, and you'll take into an off-season. Um, however, fuck you, Parramatta. Yep. Uh, Ma underscore Aaron is Blake Ferguson the slowest fast man? There's a fucking lot of contenders for that one. Let us know what you think. Uh, no, well, there can't be a slowest fast man until someone proves that they are a slower fast man than Jamie Lyon because he will just be the ultimate slow fast man yeah but he, was he the fastest slow man no no he was the he was the fattest thin man 
Yeah, like he, he was looked, that. He, like he looked like he. I, I don't. I mean, because there, there was times that he was just like, <laughs> fucking blinding. Like, yeah. No, no, <laughs> so, he was the fattest thin man. But yeah. was he the fastest slow? No, he was the slower. Or like it looked like he was going slow, but he was actually but he's pulling away from people. Motoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he was the fastest slow. Yeah, but yeah, slow. I, I prefer to think of him as a, as, a, as a fattest, the fattest thin man rather than in terms of speed. I always remember. And holy fuck, our, our mate Paraman, like old school, like OG fucking listener of the show. He's been uh, playing. He's gone, come back to playing again. His son's playing, and you know, in like the, you know, in the the regional, like you know, up around, you know, the teams around like Lismore and Byron and all that sort of shit. Yeah. And uh, Jamie Lyons, like captain coaching up there. Fuck me, the pictures he's sending of him from games. He's like fucking twice as fit as he was when he was playing first grade. Uh, I think they won the premiership up there. You know, his team won the premiership yeah, in, in the conflict around there. And uh, but he's looking like a fucking weapon. Yeah. Like he's actually gotten fitter since he quit playing rugby league <laughs> in an NRL level. Uh, so I, I would have thought that he'd be the guy that'd be like. I mean, like George Rose. Have you seen him lately? Yeah. I mean, he's like John Candy. Like, he, yeah. I mean, that dude just he's doubled in size over. Boy. Yeah. He's Piggy Riddell was the same. And the we, Lazarus and, factor. Yeah. And you, and you know, you knew. I mean, George. Had, he had enough problems keeping keeping a handle on it during his professional yeah. day, so you knew that he was going to be one of those problem guys. But fuck, man! But yeah, Jamie Lyon, I would have put it, thought he'd be you know in a similar sort of boat, but no, he's a fucking mm. weapon. Yep. Uh, Danny on Facebook, Billy Slater talking shit on Channel Nine about how you must respect the no punching or slapping rule. Of course, you love it, can't it save you from countless floggings? <laughs> <laughs> sure, throw that slap thing. It was, it's, it's crazy that even the players weren't really aware of. I mean, Cameron Smith's got no fucking excuse. It happened the night before. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, like, oh. but players, players went around. I mean, you know, it's been it's been around for a couple they of years now. Yeah, because and, and there have been people that have been sent for it. Yeah, and so. the reason and the reason why it was brought in was specifically because people were switching to slaps, so as yeah. not to get sent for the punch. That's it. And uh, it's funny, and you think, and people are like, oh, it's just a little slap, and like these in cases, they they were they weren't like anything fucking crazy, but I I. I would invite everybody to get on YouTube and look up Buzz Rutten fighting in Pancrase. And he was yeah, he was a kickboxer and uh, a MMA fighter. And Pancrase in Japan had a rule that you couldn't punch with a closed fist. Mm. So he's like, okay, fine. And so he basically pioneered for himself a way of fucking hitting people with like his palm and the heel of yeah, his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, and he's knocking people out with slaps. Mm. And also it doesn't break your hand like a closed fist without gloves that you know does as well. So yeah. uh, it's actually like it's probably a good thing that they that they knocked it on the head a couple of years ago when they did, because if they didn't, I would be almost certain that yeah. he, he would have been flown down to do, to do seminars for Melbourne Storm at Craig yeah. Bellamy's behest, teaching his players how to knock cunts out with, their, yeah, with a slap. Exactly. Uh, but Cameron Smith does, has not seen any buzzer and stuff because that was just a straight up bit. Uh, like he slapped him like a fucking Frenchman. Yeah. Like, Challenge you to a duel. <laughs> uh, Josh on uh, on Facey uh, came 16th last year to come 5th this year. Of All I've gone past Paprika. Oh, I mean, yeah, be proud, but... <sighs> Super Grover, men playing boys. Para have spent the week believing the DT bullshit and wiping their jizz off their chests. Hashtag Para doesn't matter. No, they don't. Oh, don't just let's not get in the habit of agreeing with fucking Super Grover. <laughs> I don't want to empower him any more than he. No, <laughs> this is one of the things. That oh, it's I- a meritocracy. You're saying? No, it. One of the no? things that I've been trying to implement in my own thought process recently. Yes. Um, is just. Because something is said by somebody you may despise does not automatically make it false. Yeah, no, that's I'm not fair. Saying, I'm not saying I despise Grover. 
Yeah. I love the fucking dodgy cunt. But I'm saying, <laughs> to, to alter what I'm trying to yeah, put in my yeah. life is, if something is said by a fuckwit, yep. it doesn't automatically make it false. It may yeah. still be false. Yeah, sure. But you must but you assess can't, it but on you, its yeah, oh, so yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, John on Facebook. I'm not salty. I just hope King, Kim Jong-un sends that nuke from North Korea he's been promising and it hits Melbourne so none of the Storm players or coaches or even any traces of their DNA survive. But I'm not salty, I promise. Now, see, this is the thing, right? Yeah. And this is where I will call out fuckhead Grover. Okay. Who replied to that shit on Facebook. Yeah, I didn't see the reply. With, are you sure you're not salty and pictures of salt? That's the fucking joke. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Gee, you know what? Now I know how fucking God feels with some of the shit that goes on in that group. You know why people are, you know, why are fucking babies getting cancer? I mean, how often do you just want to flood the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, there, there's like, there's half a dozen Noahs that are fucking put on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we, you know, there's more than half a dozen Noahs because there's plenty of people who are just, you know, who just lurk and, and uh, or, no, no, or, or seldomly thing, contribute. And, and they're not- I've got half a dozen Noahs. And I just go, okay, you go and get the non-shit cunts two by two and put them on the boat with you. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, Grover, buy a snorkel. <laughs> Jason on Facebook, who would have thought playing a resi side the week before a preliminary was a bad preparation? Uh, fat, yes. hairy, lazy. Mitchell Moses is a fucking fraud. Start calling him Shirley Strawn because the cunt crashed and burned in a storm. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking one of your best, sir. Uh, movie <laughs> on my TV. And uh, Bethany underscore B underscore ninety seven. Camp Smith is a genius. Deliberately gets Simbin so he doesn't use up an interchange. Hashtag nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine IQ. You drunk the Kool Aid. Well and truly, you drunk the Kool Aid. <laughs> Uh, Ryan finally said, uh, I didn't realise being a cuck was contagious, but clearly it's passed from Brisbane to Parramatta. My bet is that Melbourne won't put any points on East next week. <laughs> that would be Previews. First prelim final. Friday night down in Canberra. Or, uh, I mean, if we need, need to think of uh, these these names for grounds and stuff. Honestly, I want to call GIO the cunt circus because, uh, and I and I am sure we're going to see another example of it from that fan base. Should something happen, not not a loss, mind you, because that's fucking impossible. That's not going to happen. No. But um, you know, it's something. Uh, Canberra. BJ's fine. You, you after copping it in the eye. You don't you don't want to call it Frittata Park because it. Full of people with no gross motor skills. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true too. Uh, I can't. Yeah, I cannot tell a lie. That's not. That's not bad either. Um, Rabbitohs. What do they got? Unchanged squad, but I, I think there's a couple of guys that are fucking borderline. Uh, I think Roberts is doubtful, and there's a couple of um, concussed cunts. Those ones that came together in the in goal. Oh, dude, what was that? They got like three in a row. With yeah, and, and yeah, or yeah. Well, it was crazy. They got two. They got two at once. though, too. It was like it was like a it was Jetski scores a try. Yeah, that's right. And in the process of scoring the try, Johnson and gets south to South Scott. Johnson. I think it was Dewey and Johnson. No, Johnson. Dewey and Dewey, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Need to be square. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
look, I don't, I just don't think it fucking matters who South trot out. Be injured, be full strength. But one thing is not going to happen. You're not going to be fucking winners at the end of 80 minutes. Yeah. You're, you're cooked. And if you can't stop fucking, if you can't stop Moses Suley from absolutely running a train on you, what the fuck are you going to do with Leipana? Yeah, exactly. What are you going to do? Yep. And then, then you know, then I mean, let's face it, if Brad Parker's running through fucking Reynolds, I mean, Jared Croker, more than capable. Nick Kotrick, most definitely capable. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you've got a fullback that's their first choice fullback that's not going to fucking slip over. And he's going to be not only that, do some fucking beastly returns off kicks as well. I think Souths are just so fucked. It it almost defies language yeah. that I can that I can adequately convey how fucked these cunts are. Yes, and and they deserve every bit of it. And I hope it's to but nil. This is the thing though, they're that fucked, but they still have like just a, a you know how Luke Lewis had the fucking like yeah. 80 meter, like line yep. break and 80 yep. meter run in him. Yep. South still have this, you know, Cook to Walker. Yeah, they know, do. Left side at But Canberra have, have been, yeah. you know, they've based everything on a, on a, you know, supremely reliable defense all season yes, as well. So, so that kind of thing I would imagine is less likely to occur. It is. Uh, but I'm saying South's, uh, they still have it in them. Yeah, the, all they've got in them is a fucking big green dick. That's uh, that, that that's that's, that's that's all that's going to be in them, and um, and they're going to get the clap. Spot on. Uh, honestly, I don't even need to need to talk about what Canberra's going to do because it's just what they're going to do is just run a fucking train on on the rabbits. Uh, they deserve it, and I I don't feel bad, and I hope that somehow the loss is so shameful that they have to kick them out of the comp again. <laughs> uh, okay, the big game. The the once once grand final. You know, in terms of seeding, this was the grand final a couple of yes. weeks ago. Um, the Roosters versus the Storm uh, at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Second prelim final. The Roosters side. Um, they've had the uh, letters suspended again because, you know, Dumb cunt that can't learn. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah fucking. <clears throat> but Takahashi named up front, and and you know, starting there, they're, I don't feel like they're going to lose a hell of a lot. Although in saying that, I do recognise that for some reason, Maria Hargraves does have some kind of weird talisman-like effect on their forward pack that's not necessarily reflected in his raw output. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It- uh, he he'd had a season where and and look in fucking lighting candles instead of cursing darknesses. Yeah, I'd almost hoped that he'd put his shit cunnery behind him, and I'd felt for him a few times where it was almost like okay that that was your your letters loading. Yeah, you know you had actual loading. Yeah, but then you had your loading. Yeah, for this. Yeah, and there was no excusing what he did. No, you know? and and again it's that that shit cunt timing thing mm-hmm. where if there was ever a stage where you don't even want to take the chance yep it, it's this one yep so yeah unfortunate for Roosters fans uh what else we got Jake Friend listed as, as a reserve like in the 21 not 17 and I, you know what I just feel like it's probably not the time no. I think maybe I, I, it's it's working so well the the, the whole Verils and Radley thing I think it's working so well for them mm. that 
I, d- I don't know if you really want to upset that. Com- I mean, because that's been working for them. Like, no, how long has Friendly been? He's been out for a while now. Yeah. And so, that's post-Origin. Yeah, I, he, remember, he fucked himself badly. When he just, pre- when he just yeah. earned, you know, essentially earned the Queensland hooking job and then he, did, and he fucked himself, yeah. Yeah. So, look, I, I just don't know if you'd want to upset things, to be yeah. honest. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. The Storm, unchanged. And why would you? And uh, the the only the, the only thing there is like I totally get, especially now with things coming out saying that Will Chambers is looking like he's going to get shopped around a bit. Remember earlier in the season, like Curtis Scott was the one that was you know stuck in reserve yeah, grade and was getting disgruntled and shit. And then in a final, an important game, sudden death final last week, Bellamy puts him in the starting side and then throws Chambers on the bench. I just think that if that's what you're going to do now, and that's the way they've named the lineup here with Scott in the three, why would you not, I don't know, I'd be more inclined to, to put like a back rower or something with a bit more versatility in the in the reserves? Who knows, you know? And and this is where, where it's probably harder to judge Bellamy's motivations than anyone else. Yeah. In terms of, you know, how, how do we know he's not manufacturing some enthusiasm? Like we've, we've yeah. seen what happens to, to teams when a, a player comes in and gets a shot, and they can lift almost that whole edge. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's also the other thing is, is that it's hard to it's hard to assess the effectiveness of that based on a thirty two nil fucking smashing. Correct. Like, it's hard to it's hard to to really quantify. Obviously, obviously, sh- like the shit worked great. For the storm with Scott, but I mean, it's also hard. It's it's also hard to hard to quantify. Did it have the desired effect on Will Chambers? He only he didn't play a lot of minutes. There's now, and and I don't know. This is definitely a chicken or egg situation. Yeah, there's talk and reports now that Chambers is being shopped. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Or he's been told that he's free to look elsewhere. Yeah, now that may be. People have seen that he started on the bench, and oh my god, he's an Origin player, and he's this, 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 this. He must be out of favour at the club. You know, That's you know who buys the fucking Cowboys would buy him in a second. I reckon they love they love buying cooked fucking ex Queensland yeah, Origin players. <laughs> um, you know, the, and that seems to be the standard for journalism these days. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, here's this. It must mean this. We're now. Gonna- I only saw the headline of that. I mean, was there actually anything? I've seen two. I've seen that he was any being potential shopped around. sources. Then I've seen that it could be a like a rugby, like he he goes to rugby, or it could genuinely be that they've sat him down and said, look, we don't have you in our plans yeah. post this year. Get your money if you can. Get your money if you can. Yeah. That's affected him, you know, because he's spent mo- his whole career at that club. Is he a one-club man? No, because he's already he's done he, he's done rugby before, remember? No, no, no. But has he, yeah. is he a one-club man in, in NRL? Oh, I just don't. I don't. This is like this fucking Nate Miles shit, man. Yeah, I know. Like, anyway, like, so- but he's been there long enough. Yeah, yeah. That would most certainly be affecting his headspace at the moment. And Bellamy is too shrewd of an operator. You know, that Yeah. Maybe this is him softening a bit in his old age as you hear. Maybe previously where it just would have been radio, well, you fucked off then. If you're not right in the head, you're not playing. Maybe this is him giving him a little bit of a swan song. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, he's completely, completely at the storm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, in in uh, two in in two stints, like from uh, from uh, two thousand seven, two thousand ten, and then two thousand twelve till present day. Yep. And uh, then he had that time in the middle there where he um where he did some time at the Queensland Reds, and then I think he went over and played Union in like fucking Ireland or something as well. But I mean, look, I think I think he could do well and make and make some uh, coin 
playing at the top level. Yeah, you know, in rugby, I mean, a player like him would probably walk straight into the Australian side, such as the the dearth of, of talent. Yes. Um, well, but yeah, you know. look, I th- I think I favour the Roosters to win this side just this game, just based on their the supreme form they carried into the the first round of the playoffs. Sure, the week off can be problematic, most definitely can. Uh, and the Storm, you know, would they be better for the fact that they've you know had the hard game against the Raiders? It was you know it was a, almost a split decision really, and then a crushing like you know and and massive confidence builder in the way that they that they absolutely uh, torched the eels. Mm. So like I thought I thought go, like just looking at the way that these this week's games were going to pan out before last week's games I certainly expected the storm to win last week. Yep. And I and and I would have expected the roosters to smash them. I mean, does that feeling change based on how good the win it was with the storm and how good they looked last week? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but I still favor east, I think. Mm. So, which would give us something based on what we've just said. There would give us an Eastern Raiders grand final, which I would also have yeah, over East. Looking at it, the backline potential and strike of the Roosters mm-hmm. gets the nod. Yep. I think the way Nelson and that forward pack are playing at the moment, that's if Melbourne are going to win. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the where the avenue. Roosters will need to be beaten and and yeah. beaten fairly convincingly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's going to be a cracking game, nonetheless. And then the other the other thing is, I mean, the, the Roosters have, have got you know somewhat of recent you know good record against us. They just seem to know how to beat the Storm. Yeah. You know, so look, I still favour the Roosters, and uh, I guess we shall soon find out who our grand finals are. Mm. This week, Timmy McIntyre did a shout out to Wenty's Reese Davies for his disrespectful field goal, which were already up 34-10 over South Sydney in the Canterbury Cup. Well done, sir. Do love a disrespectful field goal. Good shit. At one golfer in cart on uh, Twitter. Yeah. Holy shit, that review is outstanding. You weren't kidding at all. Thankfully, I work at home, so no one had to hear my snort laugh and keep up the great work. No one, no one had anything to say about my about my uh, my Portuguese either. I was hoping that people say, "Gee, you're fucking terrible, can't they? You butchered that language." Uh, Mad dog underscore no space. Hearing Jay say hashtag truth candy made up for the fifty eight nil loss. I don't even care about it now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan on Facebook. Finally, an episode where you give Paris some credit. Well, didn't that fucking turn around quickly, huh? And uh, John Hamilton. So we're not even mentioning the Seabold impression. I don't even know what you're talking about, man. I thought, I mean, we we thank, you know, wholeheartedly, we thank Anthony Seabold for coming on the show after, you know, a pretty right. a pretty disappointing loss, you know, and performance to end his season. Yeah. But uh, look, we gratefully came on the show and uh, I, I don't know if he'd be insulted or impressed by thinking yeah. it was an impression. Um, That's pretty racist. Yeah, uh, general stuff. Okay, so we mentioned at the start of the show, but Sunday, October 6th, midday, Edinburgh Castle Hotel, 294 Pitt Street, Sydney, right in the CBD, they got food, they got piss, they got everything you need to have a great day. And if you come into, and this is the thing, but like we see in the past, people are like, oh, I'm actually going to the grand final, I can't make it, or I'm doing this, I can't make it. Believe me, we're going to be there from midday until fucking like, you know, till the game, right? So if, if you're going to the game, 
come in at midday, have a couple of beers before you get on the train to, to fuck off to, to Homebush. We have the entire upstairs section. Yes. So if you come upstairs, everyone, everyone yeah. up there is Twill Nation. Yep. Get in, meet the other people. Mingle. Fucking call dickheads on social media. Yep. Hug it out. Hug it out over a beer. Dip your nuts in Grover's beer while he's not looking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, and so- just imagine him going thinking fan team with your pubes in his throat. <laughs> That's how I get through the year. Yeah, he would definitely say that with a lisp anyway, though. Yeah, like, without even the pubes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like if you want to stay, if you want to stay there to watch the game, they usually have like a, a big, like you know, projector screen or whatever That's on, on with I'll the game that. on a big screen. They've got that. Plenty of room, more the merrier. Bring you know, bring a friend, whatever. And uh, also, the other thing I want to mention is, I've, I said this to, to Step Day last week, but we'll actually do it this week. Going to start our process of shortlisting categories for the Twillies this year in the Facebook group, like we did last year. Yes. Uh, one of the first actions in the Facebook group, I think, last year was uh, shortlisting the categories. And uh, so, we're going to start, you know, we'll, we'll start probably at the team of the year sort of thing, you know, fullbacks. And, you know, yep. each, each day we'll do one or two, you know, leading up to the grand final. And then we'll uh, hopefully have a list. And then the Twillies will be basically up for vote. On the, you know, straight after the grand final, I suppose. Yep. Um, I could probably time it to go live at a certain time, actually, if we had it all ready to go. Mm. Uh, that's it for full time. That's full time for episode 337. Thanks for listening. As always, Twitter at TWI League, Facebook.com <coughs> forward slash This Week in League. The group is uh, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash hashtag Twill Nation. Hit the like button, share the posts we put them up, retweet shit, help us spread the word. Thank you kindly. Um, Reviews. We've got two new reviews this week. If you want to do a review, just get on Apple Podcasts, search for This Week in League. You'll see the listing for the show. Give a rating, write a review, and you could be uh, like these fine gentlemen, such as Jake Venkus, who gave us a wonderful review. Five stars, great podcast. Awesome podcast. Love the way the boys don't hold back from anything they want to say. Keep it up, lads. You. Y-E-W-W. Yeah, the boys. Uh, And the next one from a long-time listener, not an OG, but a long-time listener and an overseas member who fucking gets memberships on yearly at great personal expense because fuck me, they charge like a wounded bull to ship out to this place. And uh, it's our mate Carsten from, yeah. the, from the Swiss Apple Podcast Store. And uh, Gronk's in NRL, five stars. The best review on NRL action of the last week. Nate and Jay give their best to show the highlights and X Factor of Rugby League. Fuck plus you. Jay's insight into the world of a divorced middle-aged man. <laughs> oh, yes. There are some Gronks who get their tweets read out and a steady bashing of my country of birth. <laughs> I would say steady, would it? I mean, we certainly do link it up with, with Nazis more often than it probably deserves. Well, <laughs> you know, if, if you have a fucking echidna there, you're going to be talking about it spikes, you know? Yeah. Like the, they've got the cute little fucking pads on the bottom of their feet. Yes, yeah. they've got a, a little nose. But really, the thing they're known for... It's been spiky little cunts. Yeah, exactly. So It's funny. Uh, the other day, uh, in, the, in the last week of school, um, Killer had a, a visit from some wildlife something, whatever, and he had an, a echidna in his class. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, yeah, did you get to, you know, feel the prickles or whatever? And he's like, no, nah, we, didn't, we didn't get to hold it. And, and, and so, so this is pretty cool. And he goes, no, nah, it stinks. They stink. <laughs> his takeaway is the kid is fucking stink. <laughs> he's like, it stunk so bad, I nearly threw up. <laughs> I, I was half expecting that. Like, 
Oh, they pulled it out and they go, do you know what this is? And I said, yeah, that's one of them prickly cunts. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, shock kids. Wildlife smells bad. <laughs> Stay indoors. Hey, wash your kidneys, you dirty cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the review, sir. Appreciate it. Oh, I love uh, you. Tipping. Okay, Tuzi. Fucking, he's well and truly got this wrapped up. He's got a two-point lead on the pack now, a three-point lead on the pack now. So the worst-case scenario for him at this stage is that he ties and loses. Yeah, gets every game wrong for the rest of the season, ties with someone who gets every game right, who's only two people who can do it, and then loses on the uh, differential. And at the moment, his differential is equal to second and eight points better than third. So he's in the box seat. Uh, second, Conan the Eel and uh, Voodoo Rock. How are they getting two of two? Tipping against their teams. You well, dirty cunts. Obviously absolute fucking shit humans. Absolutely fucking tipping when you when you got Parramatta shit as your as as your uh avatar in this tip in footy tips and you get two of two in a week when your team played and lost fucking terribly. My yes. goodness. Um Yellarbon in uh, in fourth place, tied with uh, SNS Marla. Then we go back another point to Robbo. Um, Rick Todd, the Red Bull Raiders, and then we go back to uh, a pack including myself with also PT Tiger Man, Hammerhead Thrust Eagles, which is one of my favourite names ever, and uh, the Toro. So good to see Hammerhead Thrust Eagles back in the mix. Because I mean, it just it, it just it sounds vaguely vaguely pornographic, mm. and uh, that's it. That's all I, I'm not going to say that's all we got time for because I mean, you know, we usually leave leave a bit of time to do the show each week, but uh, unfortunately, we run out of content to talk about. Well, because so, there were fucking two games. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, and exactly. one, of, one of them was just a fucking blowout. So, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> so I guess that brings us to the end of the episode. Do you, have any, do you have any final final statements to make? I am so keen for this fucking meetup. Yeah. Got to create, you know, instead of like instead of you know, listening and, and relaying story times, it's time to fucking to make some new stories. That's it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, bring your fucking single sisters. <laughs> well, not... Doesn't matter if they're single. <laughs> no, it's not like you're sticking around. No, <laughs> you're not going to be a per- you're not going to you're not going to be a, a a a permanent fucking blight on their on their on their marital bliss. Don't break up a happy home. That's going to be a great time. Um, and yeah, no story time. The story, the story. I think the, I just feel like like we had story time before we hit record. And I just feel like the story time on this occasion. Yeah, nah. It just it it just cr- crosses over into this fucking DMZ <laughs> of like I just wouldn't want people who don't know you to get the wrong idea. <laughs> <laughs> because I think it's one of those things that could be purposely misconstrued. Yes, you know what I mean. And I, and and no one wants that. So yes. so no story time this week. You 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 dirty fucking perverts. And uh, maybe maybe hit up stepdad at the meetup and he'll tell it to you. Oh, look, the closest we get to a story time. I'll get him to hook up a fucking microphone. And we I, have story time as a segment at the meetup. I I did have, <laughs> I did have a, a date where I'd miscalculated the opening hours of an establishment. Um, the okay, the famous Eaton's Hills Hotel, at Eaton's Hill. Yeah. Strangely um, enough, mm, appropriately named. Well, fucking great venue. They have yeah. massive concerts there, yep. festivals, great food, massive beer garden. Yep. Fantastic. Realise the only time I've ever been down there is on a Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, during the week, there's not a lot that happens 
in that. So we had one drink in the beer garden. Yeah. We've had one drink and we're this. And then we've gone, like, you know, these are the stage you say, and, and that's normally the unwritten, you know, do we like each other? Yeah. Okay. So shall we have another? Yeah. And that's their. Their cue to say, actually, no, look at the time. Yeah, look, yeah, look, yeah. I won't. I've got an early start tomorrow. And yeah. then you go, cool, no worries. Or And they're like, yep, let's get another one. And so we go in and there's no one in that bar. And the only bar left open is gaming. <laughs> the, the old tea bags on the pokies. And-, and so we've gone in there and we've gone, okay, I'll have this and this. And I've put my card out. And she goes, nah, it's a gaming lounge. We're cash only. <laughs> oh, my fucking yeah. God. And so I don't have a fucking FPOS card. Yeah. Because I'm not a fucking dirty cash user. Yeah. Um, she's gone out to the ATM to get 20 bucks out to get our drinks. And oh, we spent the next couple of hours sitting in a pokey room on the lounges in the corner <laughs> like a fucking Broncos player. I was going to say, you say to you, you're a Broncos fan. Yeah. Should we have a fucking, should we try and hit a feature? That's it. So, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was a highlight of this week. She's uh, yeah, she's but, chomping at the bit for more of that. I'll yeah, tell you, it's not the not the not the best story from this week, but no. it's uh, it's certainly if nothing else, it's certainly the one that we're getting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. See Later. you next week. Bye.